What's up? And welcome to Espresso with Erin and Sarit, the show where you go to gain the confidence and self-empowerment that you need to live your best and most authentic life. Tough love conversations to reveal the simple truths that will transform your relationships, your body, and your bank account. We are your hosts. I'm Erin. And I'm Sarit. And we are on a mission to transform the lives of millions through the same fitness, nutrition, lifestyle, and financial habits that have transformed ours. Good morning. So today's Q&A day. So why don't we just get right to it? Okay. Question number one is coming from Regina Fisher, all the way from, how do you say that? Camp Broad, Broad Steel, Kosovo. I can only assume that you're in the military, so thank you so much for your service. Yeah, if that's the case. The question is, what are some snacky foods that curb the constant munchies slash hunger? I'm working out and eating fairly healthy. It's army food. Uh huh. Healthy yeah. is challenging, but I'm hungry all the time. Mirror says, clearly I'm not starving. I apologize if I... Missed the topic you guys covered already. Oh, I All right. So the question is basically, what are some healthy, snacky foods that that curb constant, like, munchy feelings and hunger when you feel like you have weight that you could lose, mm-hmm. but somehow you're still hungry? For one, I want to I wanna bring up a point. I don't know if you guys have ever seen army food, but... If we are training, right, you know, all these incredible humans to protect our nation and like, I I just want you to think about how backwards society is and how things are misaligned because millions of dollars, of course, are being spent on technology, planes, you know, weapons, all these tools, right, that make the U.S. military like one of the best militaries in the world, right? However... Right. So like you spend all this money on things and logistics, which of course makes sense. However, but if you also go out of your way to develop all these humans, right. But like you don't take into account what they put in their body when their body is their machine. Basically, it makes you think better. Right. Become more efficient in whatever it is that you do. Like it blows my mind. Basically, what she's saying is like. We're training these people to protect and defend our country, but feeding them garbage. So yes. they're not actually performing as optimal as they could be. Not even close. That's a side note. Right. And that's why, Regina, you said when you look in the mirror, like it looks like you're not hungry when deep down you, you are. So this is a note for everybody, you guys. If you're like, I look like I'm not hungry, mm-hmm. right? Or starving whatsoever, but I feel hungry all the time. And we see that with a lot of people who want to lose weight. As a matter of fact, it's like, you're like, I'm not even trying to eat a lot. Like, I'm just, I'm looking this way. It's because here's the problem, right? Your diet is not based off of nutrient dense foods. That's it. That's it. So your diet. And so basically what that tells me is that your diet has a lot of, you know, poor nutrients and and processed foods in it and that's literally what the military gives soldiers and it drives me nuts 
This is such a good question because a lot of people feel like, oh, I'm hungry, I'm hungry, but I know, but I, like I'm trying to lose weight, but I'm hungry. And how can you expect to stay on track with your nutrition if you're always feeling hungry? So then when you eat and then you start gaining weight back, but you're like, shit, man, I'm trying, but like I'm just so hungry. How are you supposed to fight that? You have to focus on the quality of your food. Yeah. What is the quality that you're consuming and in what proportions of nutrients are you consuming? Are you consuming a lot of micronutrients like vegetables or are you consuming a lot of empty calories like chips? Because there's a massive difference in the amount of hunger that you're going to experience or not experience. The other thing with hunger is that you're, it could be um, your metabolism is speeding up. However, in this case, in most cases, I don't believe that is the issue yeah. most of the time. It could be, but most, like if you're already lean-ish or you've already lost a bit of weight and you know that you're eating nutrient-dense food and you've got balance and harmony between your meals and your weeks and you're still hungry, that's when we can be looking at a metabolism thing. But in this case, step number one is to increase the quality of your foods and the amount of vegetables, clean vegetables that you're intaking. So now in your case, Regina, you, you know, it seems as if already in the situation that you're in, a lot is, is outside of your control, right? So, so take this with a grain of salt. And let's say if you are being given options, I really hope that you do, because in some cases you, you're not even given options and just fucking sucks, right? You know, I would say choose to go for more nutrient-dense foods if you do have that choice. If not, let's make sure that your snacks per se are nutrient-dense. So for one, if you're in Kosovo, that tells me that you're in Russia. If you guys are in our community, you know that when it comes to snacks, you know, an incredible snacky treat that's better for you. It's not the greatest, but a better for you snack is the Kirkland Bars. We're big fans of the Kirkland bars. However, I can only help but to assume that they don't have Costco in you Russia can, and you're in a base camp. So, I mean. You can get Kirkland bar for anybody who can access Kirkland bars. You can get them at Costco at Costco.com or on Amazon. Yeah. So as long as Amazon delivers to you, you can have access to them. However, however, Regina, I would recommend that, you know, if you can go to the grocery store, get some like cans of tuna, some fruit and some raw nuts, that'll be amazing for you. Okay. So like if you are looking for what about veggie options that she could get, yeah, I'm just not sure if she has access to a fridge organified, but, but like, yeah. And then she's, she's out of the U S though. She's outside of the U S and that's what I'm saying. Like fruit, like apples, you can keep it outside of the fridge for like two weeks. Right. Or oranges. Um, Jerry, Kirkland bars are only the most amazing protein bar. If you've ever heard of a Quest bar, it's like the nu nutrient breakdown of a Quest bar, but with better ingredients and better texture, in my opinion. And better flavor, too. It's not as hard. I would recommend for you, Regina, considering the adversities, get canned tuna, like a couple packs of that, right? Because you can find that anywhere in the world. Get some raw nuts. You can find that anywhere in the world and, and get some fruit, whatever is available that's not perishable and and have that around. Right? Or some jerky. I don't know if they have jerky in Russia. That's what I'm saying. Just But like tuna, nuts and fruit, I can guarantee you can find anywhere in the world. Okay, so stick to the basics. 
Yeah, and I'll drop a link to those Kirkland bars too. I saw that Jeanette put it here, but I'll put one up on the post. I'll put one up on the page as well. Okay, next question. We is, hope that helps, Regina. And anybody else. Um, next question is from Amanda Mayer. I hope I'm saying that right. In Delaware. Is it better to do more modified exercises or less modified exercises? For example, with push-ups. I've been doing knee push-ups and I'm definitely getting better at them. Should I continue to do knee push-ups until it's easy? Or should I switch to regular and just do less of them? Should I be switching and I get when I get tired? Mm, that's a good question that is a good for question. a lot of people. That is a good question. And do you want to answer that? Yeah. I mean, so first thing I would say is if you're doing the whatever progression you're doing so it starts like it sounds like you're starting with knee push-ups and that's great i would say it depends on the number of push-ups that you're doing um let's just put down some numbers for target so that you can just have a very clear when do i go to regular push-ups and when do i go back down if i need to um do i do more do i do less whatnot the Next best progression, if you want to get good at push-ups from your feet and your hands, like, like full push-ups, the best way to start is to do the negative part of the push-up. So I would do a combination of, or if I were coaching somebody live, I would do a combination of both of them. So I, if you feel like they're kind of getting easier, but you're still not ready fully to go to like full push-ups, Start from a full push-up position, lower yourself down to the floor with control, drop your knees, press up, lift your knees. So maybe I can give an example. Boogie, you want to help me? Boogie, you want to I help? I think you and I need to be at the gym. Okay, we're going to do this. Maybe. Can we see? Yeah. Great. So I would start from here. So I count one, one thousand, two, one thousand, three, one thousand as you're going down. Okay. I wanna, I wanna add something um, for the first part of the question. Is oh. it better to do? Oh, oops. Is it better to do more modified exercises or less modified exercises? So here's the thing about modifications: you always need to modify to the best of your abilities, right? When it comes to programming of any kind that we do, we program for the most advanced and we modify for the rest, right? Because here's the thing, you can always, mod with the movements that we do, you can always modify, right? However, progressing up, it's a different story. And we wanna make sure that we're able to help everybody. So, you know, we progress for the best and we modify for the rest. Yeah, and I kind of, I think I, subconsciously ditched that part of the question and I shouldn't have. Right. But it's because it's, it's all relative, you know, it just depends on the person. Now modify is when you take one movement that's supposed to be done way, done one way and you do it a different way. Yeah. You've modified it. Right. Yeah. Um, so it's not necessarily good or bad that you modified. It could be good that you modified. It could be not good that you modified. So the amount of modifications you use, I wouldn't even use that as a gauge. Yep. It's more a matter of what progression do I need to use that's best for me. And the bottom line and the golden rule is it should be challenging but doable. If it's challenging, you'll get better. But if it's not doable, you can't even do it, right? So challenging but doable, always. So mm -hmm. then 
The next part of that too is, um, you know, you can, you can just, if you want to get better at push-ups, you can just put yourself on some kind of like daily something that's going to help you progress to getting better at push-ups. The reality is, is that, you know, we would love it if you could give us a little bit more detail with regards to where you're at, because like modifications have to be measured. So like, here's my standard. If you can do 20 push-ups unbroken in one set from your knees, then you're ready to progress up. Until yeah. then, leave your ego at the door yeah. and stick to the modified version, right? When you progress up, you can either do whatever Aaron did, like work with... With, with with a negative or you can just do an incline push-up what i mean by that is we raise we raise the ground up so you don't have to go as far down so you're doing push-ups let's say like to to a, to a bench or something with your feet with on the your floor feet on the ground. so you're not going all the way down to the ground but you're you're going full range of motion with um increased levers right that's it push so up. that will you will be the one to answer that because only you can test these numbers. We don't have these numbers right now, well, however. You, that's why I said I want to give numbers. You gave a really great one. You said if you can do 20 unbroken push-ups from your knees, start progressing. Yes. Until then, work on getting 20 unbroken. And always focus on quality yep. over quantity with those. Yep. Right? Don't try to progress if it looks and feels shitty. Yep. Never, ever. Okay. New Zealand. Yeah, we have a question from New Zealand. Okay, one. maybe like one or two more, just depending. Okay, so Emma from New Zealand says, I'm gluten. This is, I read this yesterday and I was like, oh. I'm gluten, dairy, and want to be meat free. Do you have a meal plan for those restrictions? My first question is, what the fuck are you going to eat? Well, I mean, there that's is basically, a lot. there's a lot. That's basically. But my question to vegetarian you, or pescatarian. Yeah, there's a lot. Okay. There's yeah. a lot that you You're can right. eat. There's a lot that you can eat. But it sounds funny when you read it. That my question to you is why? Why? Is that because you were told to? Or Well, let's answer. Is it her... because you you're gluten and dairy intolerant? Well, answer um, her question. Yes, we do work with people who have specific dietary preferences mm -hmm. there's always a way around that yes but our question is why and what's the intention yeah and what is your goal what are you trying to achieve let's say in the case that she heard that it was bad to eat meat and dairy causes inflammation and so does gluten so uh, she doesn't want to eat them what would you say it's all based like everybody's different everybody's different so i'm gonna say the the only reason that I will not challenge somebody who says they don't eat meat is for moral reasons or ethical yeah. reasons. Mm -hmm. That's the only way I cannot argue with you. 100%. That's your choice, you know, whatever. Um, if you say it's because meat is not good for you or meat harms you, we can have a discussion about that. Um, you probably watched the movie Game Changers, which no words. So... Yeah, as far as dairy and gluten go, so, if you have celiacs, yeah, no, you can't, you can't eat gluten. You're going right. to shit your pants. Right. But for a lot of people, it's just things that we've heard. If it's just things that you've heard but haven't experienced, don't believe it. You have to feel it. 
Yeah, Janice, it's totally doable. And Emma. being all, oh, Janice, and, and and being all of that is like gluten free, dairy free, and meat free. Of course, it's doable. But sure. the question is, what is your reasoning behind it? And here's why I'm asking you that. Because if your reasoning is because this is something that I heard, you're following a trend, which means you're being led by your ego. If you're being you're, led you're by being, your ego, you know, no, 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 you're being just misled by the industry. Right, right, but you're letting your ego lead you to that decision. How? Now you're in what? There's like stuff all over online that that's like right. It's like, it. hey, do this, do this, do this. That doesn't mean that right. like it's my ego. It just means that I'm believing whatever I'm hearing. But here's the thing: if you ever make decisions like that before finding like within yourself, like after doing blood work right? And checking out whether this is the truth for you, it's not going to be sustainable for you, right? So like, for one, you know, if you're like, okay, um, uh, I'm gluten intolerant, um, I'm dairy intolerant, and you know, I'm all about saving the planet. Cool, do it. Now, the reason why you're going to follow through with it is because for one, you know, if your body cannot tolerate it, then it's not in alignment with your body, you're not going to try to eat it, it's going to make you sick. And if you're choosing to not eat meat because, you know, you're all about, you know, saving animals, then you just, you took it outside of yourself. It's no longer about you now. And this is why I'm saying it's ego-based because if you're listening to mainstream media, don't do this, don't do that, right? And you're, and you choose to believe it because you read it somewhere, right? At some point in time, you're not going to have a big enough why to resist it. And therefore it's not going to be sustainable. See where I'm going with that? So you need to ask yourself, why am I doing this? And from there, you'll be able to find the answer. Do we have a meal plan? We don't have a meal plan. Can we direct you as far as that goes? Absolutely. The reason why we don't give out a meal plan is because meal plans are not sustainable. Meal plan meaning we tell you what to eat, when to eat, how many times a day to eat, what has to be in those meals. We don't do meal plans because... If a meal plan worked, and that's your expectation, is that you're going to get a meal plan, this is a really great topic for anybody who listens who does the Badass Fit Body Nutrition Program. If you've done, if you expect when somebody says nutrition plan for them to give you a meal plan, that means that somebody in the past had to have given you a meal plan. Otherwise, you wouldn't have that expectation. Now, the second part of that is if that meal plan worked, you wouldn't even be coming to us. So if you expect us to give you the same thing that already hasn't worked for you in the past, something's misaligned. Mm -hmm. We will never give you a meal plan and say, this is what you have to eat. You should have the freedom as an adult to choose what you eat, but with guidance as to what proportions of what types so that you have guidelines and you have structure, right? And you have boundaries. Otherwise, I mean, nobody should be telling you, you have to eat um, for breakfast. You have to eat one egg with a piece of toast and uh, whatever. And you're like, oh, I don't like that. So what happen What happens if you go to a hotel, right? And, and they don't have a toast. What are you going to do? Um, excuse me, can I get a toast, please? Uh, we don't have a toast. Oh, meal plan. What, are, what, are, what are you going to do? Meal plan. You're, not, you're now going to shit the bed. Going to rip it up. Right. So this is about providing you the right information to give you the tools so that you can make the right choices because life is full of ebb and flows. No Monday ever looks the same. I want you to think about the last two Tuesdays, 
last Tuesday and the Tuesday before that. Were they the same? Absolutely not. So what makes you think that the way that you eat needs to be like that all the time? However, I can understand why you may consider that because this is what most people have been taught right? Um, ground turkey, sweet potatoes, and string beans, uh, chicken breast, chicken breast rice, and, and broccoli. broccoli. Come on. <laughs> and that's why who has eaten, who has eaten a meal consisting of the following, either green beans or broccoli with either ground turkey or chicken breast and either brown rice or sweet potato, two variations of carbs, two variations of a protein and two variations of a vegetable in combination. Say I. I could say I like a gazillion times. Yep. Who else say boring AF? <laughs> okay. Um, next question. Yeah. We can do, I think, one more. One more question. Okay. How many more questions were there for today? That is, I believe, irrelevant because okay. the questions keep going. Oh, got it. So, um, ooh. Wow, we are getting people from all around the world. We got oh, this is, this is our dance queen. This is the dancing queen. This Girl, is Mar I love you. Mary, uh, how do you say her last name? Modeste? Mary Jose Modeste. We're, that's what we're going to say. <laughs> uh, from Montreal in Canada. Okay, so question. First, thank you both for opening yourselves. That's so sweet. Uh, building this great community now. I'm not sure if anybody has asked this. Okay. What is the next step after you feel that you've been stagnant in your weight loss for three weeks? Is it, I find that interesting because I'm pretty sure she's been in our community doing, and she did the 14 days, probably ended it about three weeks ago. Okay. So. Is she in the burn zone? No. Oh, she we, needs to get we've talked. We've zone. talked about it. You need to tell her because I told you her. You need to get on the burn zone. Okay. So. Uh, is a nutrition review due? What I need to up my cardiovascular activity by 10 to 20%. If it's a 66, five days of training, I feel that if I lower down my food, I'll be hungry. Okay. All right. All right. So this is, so it's a great question. This is a great question. So Mary, a couple of things, a couple of things for one, you need to get your hands on the burn zone and I will tell you why. Tammy, if you're listening, if you can please do us a favor, drop the link. That would be amazing. So drop a comment. Give us like a high five or your favorite emoji if you've done the Rise Above program. Now, I want you guys to answer this because this is not about us. This is about you. There is a reason, a rhyme and a reason for every single thing that we do for each and every one of you guys. So with the Rise Above program, what did you notice about the workouts? Were they the same workouts every single day or did they always change? Did you ever do the same workout? Did you ever do the same workout in those 14 days? Okay. Okay, great. And the answer is no, right? Every day looks different. I'm on day 13. Yay, Jerry, one to go, baby. That's amazing. Jerry, you need to get your hands on the burn zone too. Here's the thing. The burn zone one. The burn zone also next yes because there is a burn zone too right oh sure <laughs> so here's the thing when it comes to your workouts they have to be constantly varied and here's why your body is such an incredible machine and it's been trained to adapt because adapting helps us to survive 
Therefore, if you do the same workout over and over again, you're not going to see any changes. And that's why if somebody, right, if somebody does cardio, like goes, starts their training journey, just doing, you know, cardio for the first month, they're like, oh, I'm losing weight. And then they're like, uh, what do I need to do? And then their trainer is like, you need to go down from 1500 calories to 1200 calories, right? So now they think that what they need to do is eat less and less and less. And here's where the problem is, is that people, people, most trainers and most coaches don't even have, like, don't even understand this concept either. You need to train in an efficient way that boosts your metabolism and you need to eat clean. Okay. So here's the disconnect. Mary, your body has adapted to your training. You need to get the burn zone. But here's the other thing is that we focus so much on movement when we're looking to lose weight. Yes. But movement is a fraction, a small fraction of what you're, what ends up being the, the external manifestation of right. The outward, what your body looks like. Basically what you eat has a bigger effect on what you look like and how much body fat you have. So even if let's take the example of when I really couldn't work out for like almost a year, I did not, my body composition changed a little bit simply because I couldn't lift. So yes, it does have an impact. However, I didn't really, I didn't gain any weight. Your body composition changed because you lost muscle, not right. because you gained fat. Right. But I, that's what I'm saying. Like I didn't gain, I didn't gain any weight. I just got smaller and a little softer because I couldn't lift. So yes, movement has something to do with it. But if we're looking at, I think that you need to schedule a one hour strategy session with Sarit. That's really what I think, because I think that the nutrition part needs to be looked at, or you need to join the inner circle of ultimate transformation Academy, because if you've been stagnant for three weeks, for one, I would have checked into that a week or two ago, but better late than never. And you know, I think that nutrition, I don't think, I know 100% that nutrition is going to have a bigger impact on you than the movement. Now, people think that if I'm stuck, I must move more and eat less, move more, eat less, move more, eat less. And then it's like, you're literally burning the candle at both ends. Like how much more less can you, how much more less, how much less can you keep eating and how much more can you keep moving? So then you find yourself in this position where you're doing, you know, so much cardio or exercise or whatever and you feel like you're trying to make up for anything extra that you eat but you can't not eat because you're freaking starving so then it goes back to was it regina who was that no who was asking about um was it regina who was asking about the food and feeling hungry and and that or was it the one before that and regina it doesn't about the snack it doesn't yeah so this comes then down to the quality of the food that you're eating because you won't be hungry if you're eating enough food of the right quality. Yeah. So it's time to clean up your nutrition a bit more. Movement, I'll tell you, you could do the rise above again. The rise the You could do the burn zone, you could do the burn zone too, and you're only going to get so far with yeah. movement. It doesn't with matter. With training alone, you're only gonna get so far. How many, how many, and, and I want I wanna give you guys an example so you, you have a, a good understanding. How many of you guys know somebody, right, who's could be even like a pretty advanced athlete, like somebody who's really strong from an athletic standpoint, they're very advanced. However, they look like they're not like they're not. That's because it doesn't matter how much you train or how well you train. If, if your nutrition 
is not in alignment with your training, you're cutting yourself short because you're only going 20% in. And that's why like our clients, for example, you know, when they, when they get injured, they still make progress, even if they can train because their yeah, nutrition some, is on point. We have some people in the inner circle right now who have, who have and even in the Transformation yeah. Academy who have, who yeah. have injuries, but you can still make progress. If I didn't work out consistently for an entire year my and I, I didn't gain any weight, that is the testimony of nutritional, good nutritional habits. Yep. And after my surgery, all I wanted to eat was cereal because the medication made me feel like garbage. That's true. And all I wanted to eat was cereal. But because I have had such good habits for enough duration of time, I was able to keep my body fat down without tr making a, a tremendous effort, really. It, it was, I had to make adjustments because if I'm not moving as much, that means I don't need to consume as much. But... If you don't have those habits in place and you get injured, game over. Yeah. And that's, and that's why there are so many people. Yes. I was so fit until I got injured. Or you get scared, shredded Novik. I don't think I don't think she's here right now because she's recovering from a surgery. But she it was one of those, right? Like, oh, I'm afraid to stop working out because if I do, I'm gonna gain weight. That That's shouldn't why be your should concern. Jump. Yeah. If that is your concern, you need to fix your habits nutritionally. Yeah. Okay. So Jen or Jerry, I need you to click on the link that Tammy posted in the group page and ask that question because it's a great question. But all the Q&A days, we want, like, if you guys have questions, it's really amazing and we want to answer them. But there is a link that we put into the group page where you can click and just submit the form. It says your name, where you're from, what's your question? and type it in there or even just copy paste what you just put so that those come in the order that we get them and then we'll be able to answer them every Tuesday on these calls. Yeah. We normally get to like, what, the last couple weeks we've gotten to like between three and five questions, four and yeah. five questions. You guys, just so you know, for as long <laughs> as you ask the question, it will be answered. Now it might not be answered, you know, during that given week. And that's why we say like, Ask your question as soon as you think about it because yep. it's first come first serve. Maybe we can find a nice place to put it that's really convenient. So if you have a question, you just we know, should just, oh, I go here and I just click that. I will mark it as an announcement. So okay. it's always up top. Great. So if you guys have a question, go directly to the Aaron and Sarit page and look through the announcements, which will remain at the top. You might have to click see more or whatever, but go in there, click the link, Submit your question. It's going to take you like maybe two minutes. If you're watching this on YouTube, click on the link that we will add below if you have any more questions so that you can, you can place your question. Also, if you're, if you're watching this on YouTube and you haven't yet subscribed, three, two, one, do it now. Hit the subscribe button. And if you're watching this on Facebook, then you need to subscribe to our YouTube channel. We will drop the link for that too. Guys, we're on the road to 10K subscribers on YouTube. Yep. I believe we're at like 1,350 or something like that. Oh, really? We were at 1,280 the other day when I saw it. That's awesome. Well, it's because of beautiful people like you subscribing to our channel. So the way that you will know how you can follow us and see us while we are on our travels you will need to turn on your notifications on Facebook for when we go live. I 
So do that now. Cristelo, I like what you just wrote. Deserving versus worthiness. Two things that are very similar. Amen. So we will be going live while we're away. We want to share things with you, show you what's going on. Some epic shit might happen. So turn your notifications on. Bye, guys. See you tomorrow. Thank you for listening to Espresso with Erin and Suri. On your way out, be sure to check out our website, erinandsuri.com, to keep up to date with what we have going on and maybe grab some free stuff. And if you feel so inclined, hop on over to leave us a five-star review, wink, wink. And remember, life is more fun when you subscribe to Aaron and Sarit. <laughs>